This year, make Christmas more magical and memorable by being a Cadbury Secret Santa and give chocolate secretly to someone you love. What you hear is not a truth. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Chock full of the good stuff. Good morning, Grant Denya. Angus O'Loughlin, you legend. How are you, Evie Jones? I'm grand, thank you very much. Great. Oh, she's English Evie today, no, everybody. It's Irish. Irish. Thank sorry, you. sorry. It's okay. Well, you guys are here Smart. for the second last time to get people oh, to that final oh Friday before the Christmas break. And we've got to say that most people, I'm sure, would be finishing up work this Friday. And how good mm, does yep. it feel? That makes this Thursday even more special. Thursday already normally is kind of like the lead up to the grand final. You know what mm, I mean? It's true. almost like the night before. It's like Christmas. the night before. I reckon it's even closer to the grand final. It's like Anthony Kalia singing the national anthem right before the game starts. Yes. That's Thursday. That's what this Thursday That's feels today. to me. Today. Yeah. Or Vanessa Amorosi. Absolutely, everybody. She did a few. Yeah, she did a few. Uh, well, oh, right, right. Anthems. Yeah, the anthems. Yeah. I mean, is anyone doing any work this close to the end yeah. anyway? That, I wa- no. Yeah. I'm guessing not. No. No. I mean, unless it's your own business. How many work... <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, you're just yeah. doing all the work. Yeah, How many workplaces do you reckon are just going, ah, that can wait till next year? Mm. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Every department. Yeah. Except true. the police. They're still on their game. i got a little something for you coming up next because oh. they don't stop for no one. No. They've got to keep this country safe. And they're keeping it safe with good humour. Yeah. The police, they got gags. Find oh. out. All the lols next on Summer Breakfast. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. We are live across the country for your lead-up to the end of Christmas. And tomorrow we are putting all the Christmas presents are under the tree right now. Tomorrow we unwrap them for you, a $5,000 holiday. Oh. And Alpha Bucks still on the line, $20,000 oh, every morning. Come on, it's going to be today. Alpha Bucks. It's going to be today. Uh, you know what never stops, guys, is the fun that we have on this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I you know. know. You know what also never stops? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Uh, the Australian Federal Police. True. <laughs> That's the sound of the police. Yep. <laughs> they got jobs to do. They got people to arrest. They got borders to keep contained. They look after us. They keep Australia safe. Yeah. And what I like about the Australian Federal Police right now, <laughs> they're into the Christmas spirit. They're having a crazy time in their office because they're writing press releases at the moment that are just not Australian Federal Policey. You okay. know what I mean? There's mm. gags in their press releases at their moment. Really? For serious topics. Are you ready? I'll give you an example. Okay, come on. Okay, so here it goes. This is from the Australian Federal Police. So, an esky chockers with cold ones and ice is a key part of any summer barbecue. Just make sure you've got the right kind of ice. Oh. Exclamation mark. <laughs> I see what they did there. <laughs> because a 40-year-old man got them mixed up at Perth Airport recently <laughs> after allegedly trying to import 3.9 kilograms of meth hidden in the walls of his esky. Ooh, oh, that old chestnut. This man is not going to be on Santa's nice list <laughs> if convicted because he could get a maximum penalty of life imprisonment. Now, they've given this crazy guy a wacky name. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. So the federal police have called this this offender who's put ice inside his esky to try and smuggle in the country. You ready for his name? Yeah, please. They have called him Pablo Esky Bra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so good. You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. It's time to pay into it. It's Grant and Evie's song requests. And today was an easy one for me because it's my turn. And, and it was easy because yesterday 
you know, I met one of my heroes. And they say you should never meet your heroes because they never live up to your high expectation True. of them. True, Barbara Streisand. No, she's not want to meet hero. her. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, she's your hero. She is. Do you, is there any rumours around as to whether she's a pretty good person or not or high yeah, maintenance? Yeah, rumours that she's not. Oh, okay. So don't I don't, definitely her. don't want to meet her. Well, yesterday... We met Fatboy Slim. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did. How nice was he? And for someone who's lived a life, one of the biggest stars in the world, he was so generous with his time. Yeah. He was so sweet and he was kind because we, we asked if it was okay if my eight-year-old daughter, Sailor, could could interview him. And she we had some did. pretty killer questions. She did. She went she went for the jugular. She did. And uh, did she hear herself? Like, Has she heard it? She she heard it back and she was so full of joy and Aww. she was so proud. Was she? Yeah. She, she w- should be. She was really, really happy. That's so good. But if you missed it, here it is now. Hello, Fatboy Slim. My name is Sailor and I'm going to interview you. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, Sailor. Oh. What did you want to be when you were my age? When I... In fact, it's funny to say that, Sailor, because I was eight years old when I saw... A band called the Osmonds came to England, and and Donny had a jacket with uh, a leather jacket with his name in studs on the back, and he had a piano that lit up when he played it. And eight-year-old me went, you know what? I want a piece of that. I want to look like that. What <laughs> was your favourite gig? Uh, every single one of them at Glastonbury. Right. There have been a few. Would be um, due to the nature of Glastonbury, I can't remember remember which was which. Because they all kind of merged. Yeah, yeah. I bet they did. What's the most money you've ever earned from a geek? <laughs> That's a bit cheeky, Sailor. <laughs> well, she's thinking of the future. Uh, and well, we are wondering. Dad, Dad doesn't want to retire broke. Uh, all I can say is, is that should never... How much money you get for a geek should never be a reason for doing it. Um, yeah. I honestly don't know. A lot. I love my dog, Princess Popcorn. I love dancing. What could my DJ name be? Ooh. Uh, my only advice would be don't put word, the letters DJ before it. Yeah. Don't call yourself DJ anything. Good. Be slightly more enigmatic. Uh, and what was the... Sorry, popcorn... Princess Popping Popcorn <laughs> is the dog's name. <laughs> I think... <laughs> The Poppin' Princess, yeah. perhaps. Yeah! That was yesterday. Uh, Sailor, oh, oh, oh. your daughter, Grant, been uh, interviewing Fatboy Slim. What a legend. He you... said, forget tennis, give her a set of yeah, discs. Let him spin them for give money. Some decks. Yeah! The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. We'll play Alpha Bucks this morning at 7. Your chance to win an unexpected $10,000 cash. <laughs> oh, please. It's, so it's not going to happen. Did we give away See a letter that... yesterday? Can you remember? Yeah, we it? did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember what it is. I think it was T yesterday. Oh, no, for today. S. 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 For Snake. And at what what, oh, what o'clock? 8 a.m. Yeah, so 8 the, the, there's a heads up. So at 8 a.m., yeah. S will be your letter. S is a great letter too, but no one's going to win today. Just putting it out there. Okay. Unexpected money. So, Angus, what happened to you? Well, that's me. Uh, and uh, I got an email yesterday where, in the lead up to Christmas, I got no money. I'm waiting for the next paycheck because I've, I've gone all out for my new girlfriend. Right. First oh, Christmas together. Oh, and okay. I've got some Stupid great presents boy. for Emily under the Christmas tree. Oh, nice. So, I don't have any cash. And I got an email. And I'm like, this could change it all. It says, Dear Angus, we're writing. This is from a big lawyer, one of the huge law firms of Australia. Like, yeah. as soon as I... It's read the Wait, it wasn't from a Nigerian prince in it's Africa, not, was it? Okay. No, only because right. they have my VIN number of my actual car. Okay. okay. Um, so it says, Dear Angus, we're riding because you've been identified as a class member in the Diesel's Emissions Act. So basically the Volkswagen, Audi, Skoda group yep. um, were being, are being sued by this huge conglomerate lawyers because yep. 
They lied about the emissions coming out of my particular car. Yeah, they lied by a fair margin too. Huge. <laughs> so they Massive. claimed they were reasonably good for the environment. As it mm. turns out, no, they fudged the figures. That's right. I, I'm the one responsible for the ozone layer when I didn't know I was. So <laughs> they've been they've, the proposed settlement, which they're about to agree on, is between eighty-seven and one hundred and twenty-seven million dollars to be paid out to people like me who bought the car or rented the car or had it on lease during the time, which is I still have the car. That's unreal. That's unexpected money. Yeah. I don't know what my percentage of that is, but let's only hope there's 80 people, so it's a million dollars. Yeah, you're going to be a millionaire. I'm going to know a real millionaire. Yes. This is sick. And this happens all the time. So oh. you've just come into unexpected money. 100%. I know someone who had lost a family member, went to a psychic. The psychic said, the person said to the psychic, anything I should know about, you know, my, my grandfather. And the psychic said... Just check behind the painting in the hallway. No. This is true story. Goes and checks behind the painting. There's a safe in there, and it was just chock-a-block full of cash. Oh, my God. Yes. Here we go. Unexpected oh, love money. it. I found $10,000 once. What? what? Yep. When I was on working at SeaWorld, I was on the monorail. I used to drive the monorail. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That sounds awfully dangerous. Yeah. No, what? No, it's not. It's just push a button and put your foot down. Okay. There's nowhere else to go, just in a circle. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, anyway, you go and check the carriages afterwards and I found one of those you know those um bags with the zip on the top duffel bag yeah no more like a just a square bag like a square leather thing that like you take to the bank take to the bank yeah yeah, one of those a money bag and um I just picked it up and opened it up and it had like a lot of money in it 10 grand 10 grand wow yeah I just sat with it no, I didn't. I gave it back. I handed it in and gave, and they and the guy was so appreciative. He gave me a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jess. You've got unexpected money in your life. What's the story? Well, it's not as exciting as the last caller, but it was for when I was twenty three and I'd had a few drinks with my friends at the pub and I went to the toilet and I found twenty bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm not afraid to it's pick twenty of bucks off a dirty toilet floor me either. Just quietly, either. my standards are low. A couple of mimosas, Joe. What's your unexpected story of money? I was uh, on holiday in Canada and was walking around a mall and found an envelope unmarked, no name on it, five hundred and forty dollars cash. Oh, oh wow, that's bad. that's good, eh? Not wow. bad. It that's wasn't nice. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that would have made made your holiday. What was the first thing you bought? Can you remember when you splurged <laughs> it on just drinks uh, and coffee? I, yep. I actually told security and said, "Look, I'll keep the money because I didn't really trust security to give it yeah. to anybody because there's no name on it." it. Yeah. And I said, "If anybody calls and says they've lost an envelope full of cash, here's my phone number, and that's it." And then I went and bought myself a cup of coffee and took my mom out to lunch. And then I got a phone call saying somebody's coming. It was actually their Christmas money that they had had cash in hand. They took it out of the bank, Aww. simply dropped it all. Yeah. And I'm Aww, like, that's, oh, so you gave that's, it back. Shame. I did give it back. That's oh, nice. Oh, it's they, fine. You know, that's it fine. Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Fine. Good karma. Good karma. You could have had maple syrup for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. I love this country, but i got to be honest here, guys. <sighs> this country is stuffed. It's stuffed. What employers are doing to us these days out of control. It stinks, doesn't it? It it does stink (laughs) because they're trying to stop us from stinking by not letting us go to the toilet at all. Ever? This is... Let me give you an idea what's happening. They reckon because we lose about $7.6 billion in productivity, Australian businesses with their employees going to the toilet, they're now going to extreme lengths for, to prevent you from either going or to minimise the amount of time that you are in there to maximise their profits. Oh, that's just greedy. That's what I reckon. Like, give us a... 
it's human nature. When you go, you got to go. I yeah. don't think anyone's going in there and just hanging out with other people for an hour and a half. Surely not, Evie Jones. Oh, well, no, I mean, I, I, I have been known to go to the disabled toilet and just lie down for a while. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I'm floor. not known for it. It's the first time I've actually ever admitted it to anyone. <laughs> no one but, would know what you're doing. In yeah, that. I I used to get so tired sometimes that I would just be like, oh, I've just got to go to the loo. And then I would just go and lie down for 10 minutes. So maybe there is a need to do this because there's two new oh, things maybe, that have come in, right? Let us sleep. <laughs> there's a brand new toilet that has just been invented that has a tilted design. It's angled so it becomes unbearably uncomfortable to sit on after a few minutes. So I you could go sit in on there. that, no problem. Well, it's 13 degrees, right? So you're almost in like you're doing a half squat. You know how you sort of oh. your quads burn after that? Oh, sort of like uh, it's a half sit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of burn in the quads. Yeah, you have to it's engage. Like a wall sit at the gym. You got to hold yourself well, up you with know your that- leg, like a wall sit on the <clears throat> gym, exactly like Out that. In Asia, they um don't sit; they just squat. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll just become like that. Really, really strong legs. Really, really solid legs. Or you if can't you don't f- want to sit on that toilet seat, lie down. I was going to say, it still doesn't affect sleeps in the disabled toilet. Well, it, I thought that that was extreme. And then I heard one other example where another workplace is just taking it to the absolute next level. So they are so convinced that people are going in there and just wasting their time and not, and not working and not pooing mm-hmm. that this is what they're now doing, right? So they put a they, Fox News has shared a picture of a sign on the front of the toilet at this workplace, which reads this: If in the ba- if you're in the bathroom for more than ten minutes, a smell check will be completed to ensure the employee is not sitting on their phone. Okay, 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 okay. I have a look. I, can we just unpack this a little bit? Yep. Who's doing the smell check? I oh, know. Who gets that who? job? Who? Yeah, who's is is it a, a particular job? Is someone being employed? Mm. So you've got Cuz they they're going to waste a lot of money on that one person to just sniff a sniff sniff to make a <gasps> What if they're going to sniff a dog? Yeah, well, but it just constantly sitting down, especially if you <laughs> post Evie Jones in the bathroom. I'm not sure if you remember her from the jungle. <laughs> Oh my god! It was so wet at the end. It had a little That's bend in it. Genuinely, didn't it? from That's Channel 10's broadcast your, of your year of it's your actual not. bottom. It was no. Yes, it that was. was just me being. Imagine silly. Imagine having a job of selling. I know. So that's your job. And we think it's funny. We think this is so crazy that no one's doing this. Mm. But I don't know whether you guys know that there's someone employed in this building right now that goes in after you've been in there and does a smell test. Oh, my God. This is, this is actually happening here in Australia right now. Look, I've got some audio of one of the very first tests. Let's have a smell, all right? Oh, it smells like carrots and throw up. Oh, that could gag a maggot. I smell like hot, sick ass and a dead carcass. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. With only two days left for us on air to give away $10,000 today, maybe it for Luke from Brisbane. Good morning, Luke. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Are you ready to win $10,000, mate? How would that help you? What's your situation? Oh, Massively. I'm an apprentice and we've got a seven-month-old baby and we're oh. looking at getting our first home. So. Oh, yeah. Yep, okay, yep, that's yep. good. So, Peeps. apprentice wage, seven-month-old baby, you need a house posit, we need to set you up for life. Are you ready to go? I am too ready. Good. Okay, look, you've got 30 seconds to answer. You will take your first answer, no repeat answers, $50 for every correct one. Get all 10 right to win $10,000. Your time will start after Grant gives the first topic. Today... All of the answers must start with the letter K. K for Chris Kringle. Which is spelt with a K, not a C. Krispy Kreme. You've got a K in your name, Luke. I do. Okay. Letter is K, Luke. Let's go for 10 grand. Best of luck. Here we go. Name an animal. 
Koala. A royal title. King. A drink. Pass. A city. Pass. Something in the fridge. Pass. A hobby. Kayaking. A brand. Turks. A TV show. Pass. Something at the beach. Koala. Comedy comedy movie. Pass. A drink. Kirk. Ah. Ooh. Drink, you just get Kirk. Kirk's. Kirk's right at the end yeah, there. I think, yeah, you got that. That yeah. was a famous soft drink company that... Oh, sure. oh he did... He did Kirk's for a brand as well. Oh, yeah, he did. And you repeat a koala as well. Uh, We can give you $150, though. Not bad. All right, awesome. Two hundred. dollars We'll give you two. We'll give you two hundred. No worries. Um, Thanks very much for playing. Your letter at 8 o'clock, everyone listening, is S. If you want to play, hit.com.au at the win page. But up next, we're talking terrible bosses. If you've left the company, get ready to give us a call next. You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. You've got a chance to win a $5,000 holiday thanks to tra- uh, Luxury Escapes. Yep. Make sure you head online, win.com.au, and we could be giving you a holiday tomorrow to Bali. Oh, How good. He's so good. I would Amazing. love that. Can I win that? No. Okay. Imagine, just, imagine the wheels just coming up in the plane as you're just blasting off into the sky. Just beautiful. To a destination that's just full of beaches. I more about the wheels coming down in Bali. Yeah, the touchdown process. In. No, I... I I like the leaving, the departing. Do you? Yeah. When I'm in the air, I find my emotions are more magnified in the air. Do you find wow, that? No. I cry more at movies. Yeah, Marley and me. Oh, on a Marley plane. and me. Yeah, no. I cry. God. I didn't know that. Anyway, that we digress. Might be a real thing. Let's talk terrible bosses on 131060. Feel free to dob in your past boss, or if you want to lose your job before Christmas, dob <laughs> in your current boss. Because you know what? Um, there's a bit of uh, woohoo. People are fired up about the boss of this country right now, yeah. Yeah. Scott Morrison, because while the state of New South Wales and parts of Queensland just burns continuously, he's gone off on holidays. Now, yeah. <laughs> it's being speculated on Twitter that he is currently in Hawaii, Hawaii. the leader of speculated. our country. Speculated. Mm. Okay, so he may not be. The, the government's refusing to say where he is, yeah, really? probably for security reasons. Oh, of course. But he he is on he's on holidays. Yeah. He's checked out of the joint. Now... In times like national emergencies, you would imagine you kind of need your Prime Minister there to yeah. kind of lead it and be the face of the disaster and tell us how he's responding and how many firefighters and he, he's bringing to the, to, to, the, to the fire front and how much more money they're, they're going to throw on the resources to make sure that this doesn't happen again. He's yeah. not here. Not him? Well, to be fair, though, he probably had it booked already and... Had maybe couldn't get an ex- a refund. He has his own oh, plane. He's got a private plane. <laughs> well, maybe he already booked it in and someone else is using you it. You can cancel it. Later. I don't know. You I don't mean, have travel credit as the Prime Minister. I don't think he uses Airbnb and that was his only no. window to use he that might. property. He might. He might. The ironic thing is uh, when he was just, uh, you know, a, a bencher in politics a few years ago, maybe like 10 years ago, he was on Q&A. And he was talking about, at the time, Christine Nixon, who was... Victorian head of police. Exactly right. And she had gone away and had her hair done and gone on a a, a nice night out for dinner and drinks with friends during the Black Saturday fires. And then, on Q&A, Scott Morrison said this. At the end of the day, whatever role we're in, the most important thing is about the job, not the individuals. And so there's a judgment call for her to make there. Look, that was a very big event. Uh, She's clearly made a, a bad judgment call. Oh, oh, democracy. Oh. Fast forward nearly 10 years. How are you, Pot? How's Good. Hawaii, Scott? Yeah. yeah. He's definitely made a bad judgment call. Now, there is a tweet that has gone viral today from Lara Bingle, and she has tweeted... So we're the 
everybody. How are you? Yeah. And tag Scott Morrison because he's oh, the one who on. actually came, came up with the campaign. campaign. Right. Yeah. So where the bloody hell are you? Lara. was his. His idea. Mm. She voiced it. So she's just flipped it now on the PM and said, ha cop good, that. Good on her. Well, you know, I know he's busy. He's running a country. He makes a lot of big, heavy needs, decisions. Needs and a break sometimes. Does need a break. And he's got a family as well. So I understand that. But is now the best time? Probably not. No. I, I mean, just take your holidays when everyone else does, mate. You know, Christmas time. Or if the country's on fire, maybe forego your holiday this well, year. Well, he doesn't want to be anywhere around it because everyone's drawing links between the fires and climate change. And as yes. you know, he's not very mm. progressive with I, their cl- climate change policies. Exactly. I don't know that this is helping him then going on a holiday. No, silence is the worst thing in a time <laughs> yeah, like yes. a national disaster for a prime minister. You want a voice that's strong and loud and proud where you feel okay. When they talk about the situation, I've said I. It, New Zealand. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Can we just get Jacinda? Or can we become one of their states? Oh yeah, just merge us together. Yes, we're yeah. close, and it's Push three us. hours away. Well, thirteen ten. We, we, we could be an outer suburb of Auckland. Yeah, it's <laughs> further to go to Perth. We've got our big boss, Gomo, of course, in America. Donald Trump. You're fired. He's about to be impeached. We want to know thirteen ten sixty terrible bosses. They're, they're yeah. our biggest bosses. Have you got a story? What happened in your work? The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. Do yourself a favour. Go check out his new album. It's called Fine Line. It's new Harry Styles. Yum. It's called Adore You on Summer Breakfast and with I Grant do. Denya and Evie Jones. I do adore him. Are you, you're taking some fashion cues, aren't you, from Harry Styles lately? <laughs> yeah. Are you? What have you just uh, recently purchased? I've got a friend who's in Manila at the moment, Ash London from Ash London Live, and she's bought me a pearl necklace because Harry Styles wore a pearl necklace <laughs> last week. <laughs> It's 35 bucks. It's a big fashion statement, but I'm going for oh, it. You know it's who a else? statement, all right, mate, but of something else. Yes. You know who else likes pearl necklaces? I don't answer that. 13, 10, 60. Thorpey. Oh, he does too. <laughs> terrible bosses. <laughs> We're talking terrible bosses. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you boys were thinking. Trump is likely to be impeached today. You're fired. So yes. that is going to be enormous. Scott Morrison is under fire for being on holiday in Hawaii while the country burns. Is he under fire? Whoa. <laughs> I like what you did there. Actual proper use of the term. And Lara Bingle is even asking him. So where the bloody hell are you? Ironically, that's the campaign that Scott Morrison created at yeah. the time. It's working. Um, let's do 131060 Terrible Bosses and we'll start with Emily. What's your story? Hi, I used to work at a tree logging company um, and I lasted 12 months. My boss used to come in and start going off his nana about anything and everything. I wasn't even able to go to the bathroom without him yelling when um, when I didn't answer the phone. Oh, that's abusive. What? That's awful, Emily. So glad you're out of there. Yeah, look, it was the best decision, but it definitely gave me experience, which helped me further on. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Sometimes you need to know what's yeah. n- not a good environment yeah. so you can find the right environment for you. That's Rachel, right. tell us about your horrible boss. So my, I had a horrible boss, but he was horrible to customers. So mm. basically I worked at a cafe and any time he'd stuff up and make the wrong coffee, he'd put it in the fridge and then warm it up in the microwave for someone at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yes. He's a poo head. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, my God. I just remembered when I work, I used to work at, I won't say what music record label it was, but my boss used to send me out to get him a coffee every day. And if I hadn't didn't have it right when I got back, he'd send me back again. Mm. Oh, well, we did ask for something specific. Yeah, but 
it was it was extremely specific and hard to make. Oh, okay. And people would get it wrong all the time. It would be my fault. Oh, and it was fun for him to send people back because he was a bully. Yeah. Sally, what? tell us about your terrible boss. So I used to work as an assistant manager at a retail store. Yep. So, and the actual store manager literally just used to spend the majority of the day sitting out the back doing absolutely nothing. Oh. Or... Go shopping for hours on end, leaving the store, like leaving me to the store by myself, so I couldn't even take close the store to like go to the bathroom oh, or anything oh, like that. That's torture. I could be that boss though. I could do that. You would be. I'd be good at it. <laughs> you, a good mean yeah. boss, would you? Yeah, I reckon. I, I thought would. you had a big heart. I do. Hey, that's why I'm not ever going to do it. Is Sally still there? Hey, Sally, I got I got one final question. Yeah. Pearl necklaces on men. Oh, Jesus. What are your thoughts? No. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a photo. It's what a big summer Harry look. Styles? It's a big summer look. It's a summer look. <laughs> this is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. That's Guys, me. we're nearly at the big moment where we're about to award a holiday worth up to $5,000. To Bali, of all places, Ooh. to a brand new resort where you could be one of the first to kind of sample it, try it out, and just live your absolute best life. It's going to be tough, though, to yeah. have a winner on the air tomorrow when we've had these incredible stories. I said, hey, do you know where the nearest post box is? And he looked at me and it was Brad Pitt. So I got upgraded to business class for the rest of my flight. Yeah. Spent the New Year's um, as the token tourist, being wined and wow. dined. That's in amazing. Royalty. By royalty? Two hours later, I landed in San Francisco courtesy of Snoop Dogg. Oh, <laughs> my God. The entire family, all eight adults and three kids, all got food poisoning oh, no. with one toilet to share. Oh, no! <laughs> There's so many great, unbelievable travel stories. That's what we want you to share next to see if you can get your chance to get in the draw. It's 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 chosen tomorrow. Tomorrow is the day yep. when when a yep. winner is finally announced. Yep. Ten minutes to register. Hit.com.au. Your last chances to win right after this. You're catching up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. Luxuryescapes.com. Home of the world's best holidays. Because I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I do believe it. We sure do. This is your last chance to be involved because we've got, thanks to Luxury Escapes, we've got a holiday for two people up for grabs to Australia's favourite tropical destination, Bali! <laughs> it's worth up to $5,000. And Sarah, how much do you want to win this bad boy? Oh, you actually can't believe how much. Okay, well, there's one requirement that we ask of you before you can even sort of have a chance at this, and that's to share your unbelievable travel story. So, Sarah from South Australia, what is it? Yes, yeah, so basically in 1991, my boyfriend and I, her now husband, were backpacking around Europe and on an overnight train to Italy when our bum bags were stolen while we slept oh. with our passports, oh. wallets, documents, everything inside. Absolutely, you can imagine I was absolutely distraught and beyond hysterical Yum. to know that we actually couldn't now travel any further. Mm. We ended up getting sent back to France, which was the last passport control, and mm. um, they, the French security told us to have a good look around just in case the bags had been discarded anywhere. Mm. Anyway, they eventually ended up finding them in the bin, in the men's toilets on the station, oh. with everything still inside except our cash. Oh! This is unbelievable. Thank goodness! Because you could have been, like, trapped in that country forever. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> not forever. You get Hopefully. out, you know. Eventually, yeah. after you go through the passport process. Yeah, Jess from tough. Queensland, what's your unbelievable travel story? Uh, I was backpacking through Africa and spent some time in Botswana where... 
everybody else decided to go on a game drive, but I wasn't feeling so great, so I decided to stay back. And everyone had left. I decided to go and have a shower, which is sort of like a bucket in a tree situation. Yeah. And finished my shower, grabbed my towel, wrapped it around me, took a step out of the shower straight into an elephant. Oh, right into it. Yeah, like the most rational thing to do is to scream and run, (laughs) which I did. And the elephant chased me through the village. Oh, my God. And I was running, screaming, and the villagers came out and laughed at me. (laughs) (laughs) It was just as far as you know. It was a serious situation because people get get killed. Trampled. Trampled. Yeah. Uh, Take your final, uh, the final person with a chance to win. What's your unbelievable holiday story? I was on a girls' weekend in Bali, and on the last night, I met this absolutely gorgeous man Mm -hmm. who ended up having a sleepover. Oh, yeah. And all went well. We parted ways. I didn't even bother asking his name. I was really like, you know, holiday fling kind of thing. The next day, we're flying home, and at the airport food court, my friend is like, hey, isn't that the guy from last night? And I swear to God, I've never moved so fast. And I got away from him without being seen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Board the plane, sit down, put my eye mask on. We had the spare seat between. Um, beside us, and oh, I no. hear excuse me and a tap on the shoulder. I take my eye mask off. I look up, and it's him. <laughs> I have never. <laughs> I died a little bit inside. I pretended to be asleep for the whole flight, and uh, we never spoke a word. Did he, did he just tap you on the shoulder and go, excuse me, uh, are these your undies? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, um, you guys have got to pick the last finalist, Grant and Evie. To uh, oh. someone's going to get called tomorrow with this holiday. Who do we like? send Tate back to Bali so she can have ran, Ab- round two with a with a random? Absolutely. I I think oh, really? Tate for, or like, just, Jess with the elephant story. Yeah. Like she could have died, man. She, she could have. She ran straight into an elephant. Or Sarah. Sarah oh. lost her bum bag. <laughs> what, what, was <laughs> what was that? that? I don't know. Lost her bum bag. Eh? That's that Kiwi. Kiwi. She's South African. My bad, South African. Um, no, look, I would go with a, a, any a travel story where there's a hookup involved is gets my vote. Oh, Tate it is. <laughs> Woo. Got a chance to win. Congratulations. We could be giving you a call tomorrow with this holiday worth up to $5,000. Oh. Thanks to LuxuryEscapes.com for your exclusive Potato Head Studios grand opening packages, which are available now. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. Evie, you don't know this. What? We found out today that of all the seasons of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, I think there's been five. Yeah. You've been in one of them, the fifth season. Yeah. Uh, of course, they're doing it next year in January. January 5, I think season six starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the number one moment ever in the history was voted as your moment <gasps> from your series. Was mm. it me farting? It- uh, <laughs> no, but that was memorable. <laughs> Hey, hey, That's hey. real audio. That's not necessary. Yeah, that audio guy has had counselling after that. Do you know that? <laughs> That's true. Find That's true. out the moment next on Summer Breakfast. <laughs> this is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. The Jungle Show's coming back, I think, January 5. I'm a celebrity. Get yeah. me out of here. Um, and working with you is so much fun, Evie. We have had fun on Celebrity Name Game. We've true. made TV shows together. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy your company. But there was a particular moment um, in all the seasons of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here that has been just voted as of today the number one moment. And it was your moment in the jungle where you decided to protest the weigh-in, the regular weigh-in that happens. Um, For me, it was incredibly emotional to watch. I'd never heard anybody talk like that about um, how they feel about body weight and body issues. And it was incredibly 
powerful. And I'm so proud of you for doing it because it just gave me a whole new way to think about it and gave us a language to talk about it as well. If, if you didn't see it, just have a listen to this. Wish we lived in a different world where what we look like doesn't matter. I feel like we've all been doing so well and now we're going to celebrate how much weight we've lost and that somehow is something to be proud of. And I don't think it is something to be proud of. I just hope that I can just help one person understand that it has nothing to do with the way you look, what your worth is in the world. Have you heard that moment since, Evie? No, not like, no, not right in my ear. Like I could hear all my um, uh, breathing mm. and just how frightened I was. I was so nervous. I was shaking. I was just thankful when I did finally see it that the camera was up close. It didn't see my hands and legs shaking the way yeah. they were. Why did it have such a physical effect on, on what you were saying? Because I was speaking my truth for maybe the first time in a, a medium that was so um, incredibly you know, um, geared to do what you're told and to say something that I had never heard anyone say before that I needed to speak my truth, that um, it, it really frightened me. It was the most frightening thing I've ever done. Why did you choose that moment? Um, it was a moment of, uh, to be honest, I had Eminem in my ear going, you've got one moment. <laughs> Like, for me, shot. I had on one shoulder, I had Eminem. The other shoulder, I had Oprah Winfrey going, um, you need to speak your truth. You know, and you have one opportunity. Who gets an opportunity like this? Are you going to take it? And I thought, oh, if this may never get shown. I might get fired from this. Is this in my contract that I'm not allowed to refuse something like this? So um, I just thought, oh, what have I got to lose? Maybe if just one person hears this. What was your personal situation that led up to you taking that moment and, and saying those things? Why was it so important to you? Well, I, like I said in that speech, I grew up in a household that um, it, you, you, it wasn't okay to be overweight. Um, it, was, it was something that you needed to be ashamed of. And um, I developed an eating disorder quite young and have, you know, continued with that for the rest of my life. And for me, no one... Um, everything that I'd done and followed on in, on social media was so geared towards, um, I guess I, I was just so sick of the diet culture. I was so sick and I'd worked so incredibly hard to not have the triggers that trigger most women and a lot of men. Um, you know, reading magazines, I'd stop doing that kind of thing, getting on scales, I'd stop doing that kind of thing. My psychologist and I had worked so incredibly hard um, to get me to a place of acceptance that when I saw those scales, it, it, the first thing it did to me was it triggered me. It took me back to every single time I've had to stand on a scale, whether it's been a doctor's office or a Weight Watchers meeting or... Um, just at a friend's house or at your own, in your own bathroom, you know, in a um, a way that you, you do every single day, you can get obsessed with the scales. And to me, it's something I tried so hard to get away from. So seeing these, they were fake scales, like, you know, the, the, the Libran kind of scales. Yeah, I was like, the oh my God. Scales. Yeah, theatrical. <laughs> they were so in my face that um, it, it triggered me. Do you, was, was it a 
cathartic moment for you? Did it release a, a, a lot of the pain at the moment? It did. It did. I've got, I said right at the beginning of that speech, I've got, uh, we had the choice to pick up beans and put them in bags and say how much weight we'd lost. And I said, I have a few things to say instead. And I've got a few things to say right now, just at this time of the year, Christmas time. Um, it's really hard for a lot of people because coming into summer, you have a lot of people telling you <laughs> how, you know, you should look or and a lot of magazines telling you, you know, how to get your summer body and all that kind of thing. And I think it's incredibly dangerous. Um, so it's been almost a year since I've said those words to my campmates. I was just really speaking to my campmates. There was about 50 crew looking on and what turned out to be a few million people. Mm. Um, I don't see myself as a body positive warrior. I see myself as someone who still struggles every single day with an eating disorder. What I see in the mirror what I see on the TV, hear on the radio, read on the internet, listen to from well-meaning non-professionals and professionals. But what I have decided to do is to love myself anyway, to look in the mirror every day and smile, to talk to myself the way I would talk to my favourite friend or to a vulnerable child. Um, When you think something awful or judgmental about someone, including yourself, then you change your mind and you think, oh, you know, I should be thinking something much nicer. Always remember that the first thing that your mind thinks is how society has taught us to be. It's Mm. conditioned us. And the second thing is how you really actually feel. On social media, I honestly believe you should unfollow anyone who makes you feel bad. Saying no to things that make you feel like crap is an heroic act to me of self-love. And it's okay to unfollow someone in real life as well. Start following positive profiles, reprogram your mind, embrace yourself. We are so much more than what appears in the mirror. And lastly, eat what you want. (laughs) Okay, stuff diet culture. Listen to what your body wants, not what your mind or your emotions want. Your body, it will never let you down. And just love yourself. What incredible messaging to take into Christmas that we can all use and heed and be kind to those around us and ourselves. Thank you for sharing that because that was incredible. Thank you for listening. You're catching up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. (laughs) $10,000, kids. I'm feeling good right now. I think this might be it. Okay. So it's called Alpha Bucks. It's worth $10,000 if we can get it. Cynthia, welcome to the radio. You have made it through. Oh, yes. Oh. Whoa. That's what we like to hear, Cynthia. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh my God. It. Okay. Cynthia sounds Good like word. a lovable lunatic, and I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah. So, okay. you got a couple of kids? I've got three. Three kids. Oh, they're, yes. they're getting so excited for Santa coming. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to calm down. My heart takes like, right. yep, take some my deep head, breaths. Okay. Deep breaths. Don't you've hyperventilate got, on you've us. You've got thirty seconds to answer. Uh, we'll yes. take your first answer and no repeat answers. Fifty dollars for every correct answer. Take some more deep breaths. You get all ten <laughs> right, and you'll get ten thousand dollars. Your time will start after Grant gives the first topic, and all letters today must start with the letter S. S for Saint, Santa, Saint Bernard, Saint might, Bernard. Might be one of the, and S for Saint Bernard. Yeah, might be that's a good example. Yeah, I'd, I'd remember okay. that. I'd remember make that. Make it easy. Make it make it easy. Questions. Okay. All right. All right, we will. Oh, no. okay. Now, you did hear us throw the letter out earlier, didn't you? Or even yesterday? 
Pardon? Right, so no we, matter what? We, we told go. everyone that the letter was S, so I hope you had time to practice. Here Let's put it to the test. Okay. Name a star sign. Uh, Sagittarius. A season. Uh, summer. A body part. Um, a spine. A sport. Um, soccer. A car brand. Uh, Suzuki. A language. Uh, Spanish. A dog breed. Um... Dog breed. Um, oh. We said it before. Uh, I don't know. Pass. Something in space. Uh, star. A clothing item. Oh! Uh, oh. Like. So oh. close. Oh. We said St. Bernard. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, we should have said shit too. We thought. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, my God. I was gonna, oh, that my doesn't God. matter. Cynthia's saying shit too right now because she doesn't get the $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> You do get $350 cash, though. Thanks so much okay. for playing. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, Make well. sure Merry Christmas, Merry there. Christmas. You keep it on the radio throughout the day and night because we are going to have the letter playing throughout the day so we can get ready to hopefully give away 10 grand tomorrow. It narrows your chances right down. All right, we'll uh, do Alpha Bucks again tomorrow. Hit.com.au, the win page to play. Uh, joining us up next in studio, Dave The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. Uh, Joined by a very special guest and, of course, uh, the guy who drives you home and will return in 2020, Husey. How are you, mate? It's great to be here, guys, and uh, doing a bang-up job. I'm loving summer (gasps) breakfast, you know. I reckon you should go right through. I do too. Go all the way. Good thought, mate. I really appreciate that. We're looking really forward to your Husey We Have a Problem Christmas special, though. Which is what? It's on Monday, Monday. 7.30 on 10. Cracking show. We love it in our household. Yeah. And we're so glad it's continuing on. But you tackle some pretty pretty seasonal issues in this show. Big Christmassy problems. We've got Santa turning up for all the uh, children uh, listening. Santa will be on TV Monday night on 7.30. Because a lot of people, Santa gets annoyed that that at their shopping centres, little children are scared of him, you know? Oh. Like, Oh, of I saw that yesterday. A little baby had sat on Santa's lap and just started bawling. Oh, I have to say, it's my favourite time of this year, of this season is watching the amount of children that are absolutely <laughs> scared to the bejesus out of Santa. It's brilliant. Every year we get a whole new range of children. <laughs> I can't believe Santa turns to Husey to help him out. Husey. Yeah. Well, Santa knows uh, where the where the problems get solved. So we get Santa. And we've also got a, 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 a man who's four foot tall who said that he can't even get a job as a elf on the shelf. Yeah, and, it was really yeah. nice of you to have me on your show, mate. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Give him a job. Like you haven't done enough, Grant. <laughs> Look, it wasn't Grant. It was someone else. But we give him a job as an elf on the shelf, and he, he pops up all around Channel 10. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, so, you know. Um, Husey, I've only just learnt what Elf on a Shelf is. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's a new thing, I think. It's, mm. it's, I don't know where it came from. Probably America, North Pole. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. No, good point. <laughs> North Pole yes. is where it came from. Of course. And now, twenty-four days of Christmas, uh, the elf turns up in your house, and he's anywhere. He can be anywhere in the house, and anywhere. you've got to, every every morning you get up, you got to find him. He could be anywhere. And so. basically, am I right? He's called nanny cam. His job <laughs> is to basically monitor your children's behaviour on behalf of Santa to make sure on the countdown that you're you're on the nice list, not the na- naughty list. Absolutely. Yeah. And today we woke up, and our elf on the shelf was. On the coffee machine, right where the the holder thing is, yeah. and you're not allowed to move Elf on the shelf. Oh. So 
Why? So Daddy can't have his coffee this morning. Oh, oh no. Elfie. And Daddy, yeah. I'm a little bit worried about you. Is everything okay at home, mate? Because you haven't been able to have your coffee this morning, and I don't yeah. know if the kids are that happy with you, mate, because the other day your six-year-old daughter said this to you. This gun reminds me of you, Tess. I came home a couple of years ago and you put that... What did you do? You put it in my... You, you pointed at my face, Tess, and what did you say to me, Tess? Are you ready to meet Jesus? <laughs> oh, the apple doesn't fall, fall far, though. She's yeah. funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, th- I hope it's humour. That's all I can hope. <laughs> Are you sleeping with one eye open at the moment yes. at home now? Well, yeah, she's she's her favourite uh, character is uh, Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. Oh, <laughs> I love it! Yeah, we saw the new Adams Family movie the other day, and yeah, she really identifies with Wednesday's morbidity, <laughs> yeah. basically. So, yeah. well, that's your own problems in your own household, <laughs> and we have a problem, Husey, that we'd like to help you solve from our very own Evie Jones in the spirit of Christmas. Ooh. What what's my problem? Your, you don't like it? What's your unpopular opinion? Oh, that's right. Excuse me, I hate Christmas. Whoa. I know it's an unpopular opinion, yep. but every year I can't stand it. It it comes around and there's just a whole heap of hoo-ha. My friends that I like have all gone away, and the ones that I don't like always want to catch up. <laughs> Everything's closed. I want to go out and have a few whiskeys. I can't. Eggnogs. It's your eggnogs. Nothing. Nothing's open, and the places that are open are chockers with really annoying people. Yeah. Uh, um, look, I hear you, sister. And, uh, <laughs> what can you do? Oh, there's, there's probably countries you could move to. I mean, I'm oh, saying yeah, Israel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dramatic. It's extreme. <laughs> to, well, to be fair, that I every Christmas day I never spend it with my family. Last year I went and did yumcha. Did you really? Yeah, the, they is call that the Jewish. Is, is that a Christmas. thing on Christmas Day? Yeah, it is for Jewish people in um in America. They go all the Chinese's uh, Chinese's. Hmm. The Chinese restaurants are all open because oh. that's where the Jewish people go. You know what they do in Japan? KFC on Christmas Day. Yeah. That is a tradition. Yeah, in Japan, they line up down the street. Well, Ours Husey's wouldn't even be open. Given the idea of moving country for Christmas, not that you like, but we want to know on thirteen ten sixty. What is your unpopular opinion? Evie's obviously been. Um, to yum cha. You don't no, like Christmas. No, you don't like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I love yum cha. All right. Um, well, yeah, no, I don't like Christmas and I'm sorry about it, but I'm not uh, sorry about it. Okay. Yeah, look, I mean, I, what you should do is watch the Husey We Have a Problem Christmas special because you yeah. never know what mystery celebrity might pop up on that show. Oh, mystery oh, celebrity, oh, you say? Have some good advice for me. Yeah. That's, that's a good hook. Oh, man, we've, we've watched the success of The Masked Singer and we're trying to get hold of that. So, okay, yeah. the mystery will be revealed. <laughs> uh, the Husey We Have a Problem Christmas special airs this Monday, 7.30 on 10. Thanks, Husey. Love you, bro. Merry Christmas. And let's get your calls. 13, 1060. Unpopular opinions, maybe in this time of type of uh, time of season, but maybe just generally. We'll get them on air next. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Jones, we're talking unpopular opinions. 13, 1060, if you've got one you want to share. You, Hard asked, to top. you asked for it. Hard yes. to top yours, mate. Yeah, Evie. Look, unpopular opinion mm. is... I hate Christmas. Whoa! I don't understand. It's mm. magical. You said it's a whole lot of hoo-ha. I say it's just fantabulous. <laughs> you have children. Yeah. If you don't have kids, mm. Christmas, no fun. Okay, you're right. A lot of my joy from Christmas does derive from my, my kids. Do you know, I truly believe if you don't hear child squeals 
upon opening presents Christmas morning, which is the best sound, even though I don't like Christmas. I can hear neighbours yeah. at that time of the day, and I'm like, oh, that is lovely. What about carols? But do you like carols? I love carols, but I love singing. There is a, something very unpopular about Christmas as well in movie form that you don't like, which had our producers like Jaws on the Floor. Um, yep, that's called Love Actually. You don't like Love Actually? Are you hate mad? It. Hate it. Are you serious? It's the greatest film worst, of all time. Worst film of all time. Oh, oh, don't you dare. Worst film of all time. Grant Darren, have you got an unpopular opinion? I hate birthdays. Oh, I, I hate particularly my own birthday. Oh, you hate um, being given stuff and being wished well, well wishings, do I you? I wish it happened like that, but all that happens in the lead up to my birthday is my family gets so stressed about buying a gift for me mm. that they panic and then they turn it back on me. Yeah. Oh, you're so hard to buy for. You well, are. don't make it sound like that this is a horrible chore for you to have to do. And then they go, we well, just can't choose. You, you just tell us what you want. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Put no, some no. effort in. Show me that you love me by surprising me with something. So I feel the burden of my own birthday and for that reason, I hate the financial stress it puts on my family members as yeah, well. Yeah, that's fair enough. But you know what? I, I'm with your family. You are really hard to buy for. Screw you. <laughs> and I think... Just try. Un- unpopular opinion. I reckon everyone, there should be a rule from now on for everyone's birthday coming up to it, you have to let your loved ones know what you want. So there's well, no... Like a un- gift registry. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yes. No personality. So there's, there's no, no unnecessary spending. Okay. You know, we spend... There's yeah, landfill. There's a lot of crap. I hate getting things on my birthday because most of the time it's not what I want. Mm-hmm. It would be so nice for me to say, hey, here's a list of 10 things. Just choose anything from that. Angus, what about you? Do you do you have an um, unpopular opinion? I think it's okay to cheat on your partner. What? If you end up with the one. Oh. If you end up with the person you're Ooh. destined to be with, you end up married and have a family with Ooh. and you <laughs> cheat on... Play on, muddy. That's some muddy waters. We're swimming in there. (laughs) You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. And it's not possible without the help of Cadbury. Our besties at Cadbury are going nuts this Christmas. They are giving Cadbury chocolates secretly this Christmas. This year, share the generosity by secretly giving someone you love Cadbury chocolate. It's such a perfect, easy gift. Do you know what I mean? I've got something to say about but. I've just got a mouthful of chocolate. <laughs> Sorry, from Cadbury. You're really enjoying it. Nothing beats that feeling you get when you surprise someone secretly with a bit of extra gift giving. Treat someone you love with Cadbury chocolates this Christmas. And Yum. I just saw online, it is confirmed there is a caramilk. Do you know how went oh, everyone yes. crazy for the caramilk? I saw this. The caramilk twirl, twirl is not a joke. It's not an urban myth. It's real. It's what real, a people. combo. I know. Chocolate. Chocolate! Chocolate! You can put that in my stocking, family. Um, thanks to Cabri, it is summer breakfast, and thanks to Grant and Evie, we're giving away 300 bucks to a kid next. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Grant Denyer and Evie Jones, it is Summer Breakfast, the show with a... Ch- well, not a chance, with a holiday to give away tomorrow worth up to $5,000. Uh, you're going to hear the moment someone gets surprised with the trip to Bali thanks to Luxury Escapes. ABC... It's Grant and Evie's Kids Quiz. Come on, come on, come on, let me show you what it's all about. Not just a kids quiz, it's Kids Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. And who have we got today, Grant? We have on the phone right now, Evie Jones, <laughs> Charlotte. How are you, Charlotte? You're calling all the way from Adelaide. I'm good, thank you. Oh, How lovely. old are you? I'm 11. Ooh, 11. Oh, that's big. Do you love school? 
Yes. Are you glad it's over now and the school holidays are starting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and have you been a good girl this year? Because Santa knows. Yes. Do you have an elf on the shelf? No. Oh, doesn't need it. Like have you it. ever heard of Elf on the Shelf? Yes. Would that scare you if you had one? Um, I don't know. Well, uh-huh. It's pretty creepy when they move around the house yeah. all on their own. You all wake up in the own. morning and it's a different spot. Mm-hmm. My mum doesn't want one, though. Oh, no, freak her right out. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, this is all about you. We're about to hopefully give you $300. What would you spend with $300? Um, in two years, I'm going on a cruise to Europe. Oh, wow. So I'd probably spend it there. Oh, oh. Yeah, it would get quite the interest by there. Do you mm. know what interest is in when you put it in a savings account? It, it accrues. Oh, it accrues for your cruise. Oh, cruise for the cruise. money. Yes. yes. She has no idea what you're no, talking no. about. It'd be right worth $305 in two years. <laughs> um, Charlotte, here's your first question. Each question worth $100 each. Here we go. Which music artist sings the song Hurts to be Human? Who sings Hurts to be Human? Pink. Oh, that was quick and easy. Damn. All right, I've got one for you. What is the capital city of England? Um, the main city in England that's the capital. It's the big one. It starts with L. Everyone goes there. London. Yay! Damn. She got it. This she is excellent. It. Third one is worth $100. If you get this, you'll have taken home 300 Here it is. In The Lion King, what is Simba's father's name? Simba's father. Mufasa. Yeah! Booyah! Yes! That's the way you do it, Charlotte. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm really excited. Do you feel rich? No. Because you are. No, you are rich now. And thank you to our barefoot investor over here, Evie, who's giving you great financial advice. Of course. That is just going to make you millions. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, sweetheart. Have a wonderful Christmas. We're going to play again tomorrow. Uh, Register your kid to play uh, Gran and Evie's Kids Quizmas for the last time before we're out of here. Hakuna Matata. Woo! What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Catching up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. Before we get out of here, a bit of a game, Evie? Yes, I've got a game for you to play. Oh, so you're the game show host now, are you? Oh, wouldn't I be good as a game you show host? Would be. He's fantastic. I, I, I'm joking. Do you remember how loose it was be. when you came on Celebrity Name so Game? So loose. We did everything but play the game. Yes, <laughs> it was so much fun, so much better. <laughs> Look, I've got a, I've got a game for you guys. What's your game? Stereotype, typecasting, okay, typecasting. Right. You know when you see it or you hear of an actor and or an actress, and you can only see, see them, them in as, that one role, as oh, that yeah. one role. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got okay. a few. Sure, sure. I'll say who I, who they are, the and you tell me who you you see them as immediately. Okay, okay. Mark Hamill, Grant. Oh, I'm using my name as a buzzer. <laughs> oh, no, you just 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 tell me. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a competition. You, saw, you see Mark Hamill as Luke Grant. Skywalker in Star Wars. Right. What well, about? I know that he's the voice of the cartoon animation for the Joker, like Batman's Joker. No, I but didn't know no, that. I think that my, my first. I was wearing he a first. first he will Joker. only ever be. Oh, okay. Hey. Back off. He's Sorry, Luke like Skywalker. He forever. Forever. Never to pl- be known as anything. Well, you, yeah, no, never. Not no. to me, anyway. What about Will Smith? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black. 
No? Right. Okay, sorry. All right. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think Fresh Prince. To me, no matter what he's done, he's still just, here's a story for all you. Born and raised on a playground where I spent most of my days. Don't you think? Yeah, and I think he was a better actor then than he is now. Yeah, that's weird. Had a couple of dodges. Because he's not. You know what No. Have you seen Happiness? Anyway. What about um, Ashton Kutcher? Um, uh, Steve Jobs. No. Oh, what was, what Jobs. was it? TV sitcom with his Villa Kunis. That 70s show. Kelso. Oh, okay. Hey, All punk. You know what's got two thumbs and really likes brownies? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's. No, That's where he met he's, Mila Kunis, yeah. He's so goofy in that, that no matter how serious the roles he plays are, still Kelso to me. Okay, okay. okay what about this one? You may not know his name, but you'll know his character, J- Jamel White. Have oh. you ever heard of him? I know who that is. Oh, oh, Steve Urkel? Steve Urkel. Urkel. Oh, Urkel. Urkel. Did I do that? Did I do that? He's gone on and done a lot of stuff, and he has a deep voice. I only remember him for and that. And it freaks me out when I mm. see him playing another character. What about Screech from Saved by the Bell? Oh, yeah, whatever his name. Oh, he did Diamond. adult films. Someone Diamond. Yes, he is too. He's an adult film star now. Oh, mm. yes. That's what I know him for. That's weird. <laughs> what about... You're a big fan um, of his work, are you, mate? <laughs> All right, what about David Schwimmer? Uh, Ross, Ross. Yeah. Ross from Friends. Yeah. L-O-V-E love. Yeah. L I'm not- is for life. I'm not even sure he's gone on it. He, can't, he hasn't done anything. I don't think he's done a role. Well, another one would be Rachel. Jennifer Jeff Aniston. Yeah. Very hard to see her play. No, that's it. Anything. Yeah, that's all she ever is. All right, what about this guy? Daniel Radcliffe. Rad, Rad, Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Oh, that's Harry Potter. Yep. What about you, Grant? Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. As he- He's in a great movie called December Boys, though. Yeah, that is a brilliant movie. He did that between all the Harry Potters. He did, and it was filmed in Geelong, Victoria. Oh, wow. Did you... Great. You got any more? I've got one more. Yeah. Magda Zhubatsky. Oh, from Kath and Kim. Yeah. Sharon. Sharon Strzelecki. Taylor. T-A-I-L-U-H. Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) She's very good in Babe, though. Oh, oh, we've got to do something about that duck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I think the greatest typecast of all time, though. Mm -hmm. Um, See if you can um, pick this this person from... uh, Their work on TV? Their work on TV. Okay. That was Evie from the jungle. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fine work, mate. The way that that just sort of tailed off into a little squeak at it the end a, was... It has a twist at the end. What a quality performance you know by your bum. That's called talent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think a little something came out. Oh, that was juicy. That's our show for a. I I remember day. eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like parmesan and burnt hair. I'd like BBC. <laughs> We're back tomorrow from 6am. We're giving away the holiday to Bali. We're going to desperately yes. try to give away $10,000 with our oh, bucks. Until yes, then, Grant Denya. Love you, bro. And Evie Jones. That's all, folks. For now, at least. Try again tomorrow for more of Grant Denya and Evie Jones. Nothing beats that feeling you get when you surprise someone secretly with a bit of extra gift giving. Treat someone you love with Cadbury chocolate this Christmas.